Hello, and welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Today's poem is by the British poet Philip Larkin, who was voted by the people of England uh, the most beloved poet of the years 1950 to 2000. Uh, A few years after that, The Times named him Britain's greatest post-war writer. Uh, He was a novelist and poet, but also a librarian. And maybe that has something to do with the next thing I'm going to say about him. I'm not sure, but a lot of librarians seem to have this in common. Uh, (laughs) If you are a librarian and you're listening and you are not this way, I apologize in advance. Thank you for being the exception that proves the rule. Uh, But he's known as being a bit of a gloomy poet. Uh, He even said about himself that deprivation was to him what daffodils were for Wordsworth, uh, which is quite something. And if you uh, find pictures of Philip Larkin, He's got a bit of a look to him. Uh, However, he was not always uh, gloomy in verse, even though he has a reputation for being uh, a bit dour, even in his poetry. Uh, And uh, there is a kind of conundrum that comes along with uh, that reputation of his and this poem for today, which is entitled Mother Summer I. I'll read it once offer a few comments, and then read it a second time. Mother Summer I by Philip Larkin My mother, who hates thunderstorms, holds up each summer day and shakes it out suspiciously, lest swarms of grape-dark clouds are lurking there. But when the August weather breaks and rains begin, and brittle frost sharpens the bird-abandoned air, Her worried summer look is lost. And I, her son, though summer-born and summer-loving, nonetheless am easier when the leaves are gone. Too often summer days appear emblems of perfect happiness I can't confront. I must wait a time less bold, less rich, less clear, an autumn more appropriate. this is a very British poem in that there's a lot of understatement and a lot of things that are both said and unsaid at the same time. Uh, and maybe uh, a lot of good manners concealing more interesting themes <laughs> underneath. Uh, the first is of a kind of typical, the first image is of a typical mother, his own mother, he says, who hates thunderstorms. Uh, and so she's suspicious of summer days. Because they, uh, depending on where you live, can often conceal thunderstorms. And I can sympathize. My wife is this way. We have uh, five small children. And on summer days, it's nice to be able to tell those children to go play outside. Uh, But when a uh, thunderstorm surprises you and chases everyone indoors, that can definitely uh, change your plans for a day really quickly. Uh, So I, I, I get that. Uh, 
we get some what you would normally expect or think of as negative images attached to the kind of changes in weather that bring relief for his mother. The August weather breaks and it begins to rain. Brittle frost sharpens the bird-abandoned air. All right, so uh, the realms of nature that were teeming with life in the summertime are now lifeless. Uh, Things are getting brittle, sharp. Uh, That's when his mother's worried look vanishes. And then we get this turn. The first half of the poem seems simple enough. My mother doesn't like summer very much. (laughs) Uh, But that hits differently when we read the first line in the second half of the poem. I like her son, though summer born and summer loving. Uh, So, there's a, there's a whole new relationship dynamic that is introduced when we learn that uh, in almost the same breath that her son loves summer and that this is at least in part because he is born in summer. And so to, to discover that this mother has a, a deep dislike and suspicion for the season of her son's birth Uh, is an odd thing to have to wrestle with here in the middle of the poem. But then another surprise, the speaker says, he too feels a kind of ease when summer is gone. When the leaves are gone, when autumn approaches, because for him, summer is too good. Too often, summer days appear emblems of perfect happiness. I can't confront. Uh, This reminds me of a line from an Emily Dickinson poem. The the truth is too bright for our infirm delight. Uh, Right, or what she calls uh, the truth's superb surprise. Too bright for our infirm delight. Uh, So, the speaker feels this sense of uh, not being adequate to the task of uh, confronting a day of perfect happiness. And I wonder if it has something to do with this antipathy that his mother feels for the summertime. Uh, you might note if you look at the, the rhyme scheme in this poem, Every rhyme is a true rhyme except for summerborn. Summerborn is a slant rhyme with gone. Uh, it's the only it's the only rhyme that doesn't find it's a, a true rhyme for itself anywhere else in the poem. Uh, and it's the line talking about the speaker and about his birth. And so there's something about uh the speaker not being at ease, uh, just as the sound of his, the sound and the fact of his birth, uh, linguistically, lyrically, can't come all the way to rest, can't find a perfect rhyme for itself. Uh, so he's out of joint 
a bit. Uh, he comes from a season, uh, he loves a season that his mother does not. And maybe there's some kind of Freudian <laughs> problem in here too that uh, he finds in her dis- dislike of summer or her suspicion of summer, uh, maybe a kind of disappointment or suspicion uh, surrounding her son. Or at the very least, that for him, it creates a kind of tension where he associates himself so closely with something uh, that she can't bring herself to love. Uh, And so he can't bring himself to embrace it with a kind of complete enthusiasm either. And so he must await a time less bold, less rich, less clear, an autumn more appropriate. And so it's these lines that make me wonder if uh, maybe I'm overreading the rest of the poem and that uh, this is about uh, how any any good English boy might come to relate to and understand his mother who has already grown out of the uh, universal energy of youth into the particular uh, mannerly reserve of the British individual. And he must find his way into that same mannerly mode of being before he can uh, quite gel with his British mother. Uh, he must find a way to exist more appropriately. I'll read the poem one more time. Mother, summer, I. My mother, who hates thunderstorms, holds up each summer day and shakes it out suspiciously, lest swarms of grape-dark clouds are lurking there. But when the August weather breaks and rains begin and brittle frost sharpens the bird-abandoned air, her worried summer look is lost, and I, her son, though summer-born and summer-loving, nonetheless am easier when the leaves are gone too often Summer days appear emblems of perfect happiness I can't confront. I must await a time less bold, less rich, less clear, an autumn more appropriate. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team here at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.